Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. During a small period of peace, two Hussites have decided to join a caravan traveling to the Hussite bastion of Tabor. By accident, they have found the remnants of an unholy text and have suffered ever since. Join them as Brother Jan, played by Chris, and Sir Reinhard, played by Craig, walk on the edge of damnation with Slavic as the storyteller. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night and on Discord at Twin Cities by Night. If you'd like to help support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. Sir Reinhardt, suddenly you feel a warmth inside you and you feel light coming from all around you and you hear a voice, strangely, you're not sure, male or female, but powerful. You can sense power. It almost feels like the ground is shaking. And it says, you are all of the same faith. You are all his children. And you must not fight. And the shaking stops. The light slowly fades. Sir Reinhardt drops to his knee and crosses himself. Dear God, it's it's a miracle, he proclaims. The other men, they, they, they kneel and they start praying with you. A miracle, a miracle. Truly, this is a divine city. Sir Reinhardt, fear not. These men, they were... They were misled by demons on battlefields. You, you are a fine knight. Your training makes you and your family makes you immune, immune to these things. Sir Reinhardt uh, stands up then, um, emboldened by the voice in his head. And he goes over and finds like a, like a hammer and tack and like dutifully affixes his uh, letter to the outdoor, outside door of the um uh the the shack i guess <laughs> that's serving as uh, the bailiff's office and he feels emboldened as you each sort of thud that you put into the nail you just feel your righteousness inside you and you just feel the energy flowing through you sort of warmth and uh, you hear in the background three men sobbing and crying on their knees. Uh, Sir Reinhardt thinks to himself that it'd be a shame that uh, if someone were to remove this before it was seen widespread. And they say, yes, yes, truly, we had a divine witness. It must stay. That That is good then. Um, I, I trust the... Affairs will be taken in order then, nodding to the stack of papers that uh, the bailiff had previously abandoned. And there is a final thud as you enter, or rather leave the office. How do you feel now, Sir Reinhardt? Uh, quite emboldened. Like, um, like the power of God has given him strength to defeat um, things that he was um, fearful of. So like he's probably still uh, 
a little wary about getting close to people who look like lepers from his dreams, but uh, that's probably more from like a personal point of view. Um, and like, even if he were to contract a disease, he probably feels more that God would pre- protect him from it. Cause right now he, he has uh, like a guardian angel or the Holy spirit on his side. And Okay. Then uh, I suppose you make your way to the orphanage then. That is correct. Um, yeah, there's probably a bit more of a a stride in his um, gait. He's almost looking through like rose-colored glasses, not like even noticing any of the like the poor miscreants um, in the city. Just like the way a friend of him just seems like so clear and like almost like someone had swept the streets in front of him. And as you walk to the orphanage, it's you notice at the sort of outskirts of town, a bit maybe even away from all the battlements and all the defensive structures around sort of outside, you know, alone, isolated. And it's a sort of shack, looks even worse than the bailiff's office. Uh, Many of the buildings in Tabor seem to be ramshackle, but that makes sense. It's not a very old city. It's more like a war camp still. You see then that there are people outside, or rather children, and some of them seem to be playing, but others seem to be working, either repairing pots or making arrows or trying to, and other such things. I I look around for an adult. You do catch that there is a woman somewhere inside. Um, What is she wearing? Is she like like a, a habit or just like a, a simple dress or it's a very simple peasant's dress a sort of head covering you know a scarf that covers her head uh it's very modestly dressed long sleeves very long skirt white shirt or yeah and a sort of dirty reddish skirt uh, i i approach her and basically say Good wife, I am Sir Reinhardt of Malakov. Um, I have need of some of your assistance. Oh, oh my, good night, but why are you here? What help could possibly, could I possibly be to you? Jesus Christ be praised, but I believe we can help uh, both of us. Um, I have need of an assistant, if you will. A strong lad, um, preferably one who knows of the care of horses. Well... These are children from the from the country. They all know how to care for horses. Why do you need them? Well, I had a bit misfortune as my squire uh, was. He passed along the roadside on the way to your city. And, uh, well, I have the means to care for one such lad. If, if you have any, I could use. <laughs> well, well, I can't say no to one less mouth to feed. And the younger boys, well, we'd have to go and make force them to make their way into the into the outside world anyway. Now, this would not be a easy life. There would be much work, but I would provide for them. Oh, I understand, and I'm sure what you can provide, Sir Knight, is much better than what we can. Oh, let me check here. I have a boy who, or a man grown, he's 14 already. And how is his temperament? Is he meager? You know how boys his age are. He 
he wanted to join the fighters, you know, the men before when we fought the Catholics, but, but he was way t- too young, only 12 back then. But I think some discipline would do him good. Martin, his name is. Appropriate, he thinks, knowing the Pope's name. Reinhardt. Yes, sir. my guide. Aren't you perhaps interested in finding a female as your assistant? They are much, much less temperamental at this age. These lads are not squire material anyway. I understand that. However, uh, in Sir Reinhardt's mind, uh, a woman would not be able to care for a horse or do the physical labor that he needs. But um, They're gifted with dexterous hands for cooking and taking care of your clothing. And they are hardworking as this old woman here is from the countryside. It, it would not seem appropriate, um, Belvis. Very well. Yes. Uh, so, good wife, um, does this Martin, can he follow orders? Well, I'm sure he can. I'll let you meet him. And you're met with a sort of uh, young ginger boy. Uh, with freckles on his face, who's smiling from ear to ear at the opportunity to serve a knight. And, you know, he just, he heard what was going on from the other children. Well, lad, show me your arms. He sort of shows you his arms. And, well, it does look that he is slightly malnourished. You can see that if he were to take off his shirt, you'd probably see his ribs, you know. Poke out. You know your way around a horse? Oh, yes, sir. Before the war, my family had lots of horses, and I took care of them. Working horses, they were. I know how to ride one, too. I do. You see that fence over there? And um, to ride our gestures to, like, one of those uh, the waddle and door fences? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can you, could you lift that, um, indicating a rather large log? Okay. So he points at the log to lift it. Let me check here. Do a little dice rolling. Let's say he loses willpower. Okay. So you you see that surprisingly, the boy seems to actually make progress lifting the log, but you can see that he's heavily strained doing so. Probably... If he'd be with you for a month or two, he'd probably become stronger. All right. Good lad. Good lad. That's enough. Can you follow orders? Of course. Of course. I'll do whatever you tell me to. At this moment, stand strong. And Sir Reinhardt's going to try to, like, shove him really hard. And, yeah, you, you sort of push him and he falls on his ass, sort of uh, confused. Come on now. I said stand strong. He bounces back up and... Uh, That's the way. That's what I was looking for. All right. So it's going to be a hard road in front of us, but if you're able to take care of yourselves, take care of the horses, you might just get a few bits of meat in your food. His, his eyes light up and he says, I'm Martin, sir. What's your name? I'm Sir Reinhardt of Melkov. Sir Reinhardt. Never thought I'd be a squire. And he, he sort of uh, starts almost dancing on the spot. I don't really correct him that he wouldn't necessarily be a true squire, but I kind of like nod a little bit. Yeah. Okay, then. 
and he seems to be in a very good mood, uh, whistling a happy tune. I, I give the woman a few coins and give her instructions, make sure that he is properly um, fed, attired, um, and cleaned up before sending him to the townhouse I'm in. Mm-hmm. Oh, she says, of course, of course. She sort of takes a look at the money, you know, he's sort of, oh, you might have saved us for another few weeks. Well, I, I do it. I, I do only what our good Lord and Savior Jesus Christ would do in my place. Of course, of course. Amen. Okay, then. Brother Jan, you are currently in a room with your newfound friend, Rudolf. He made sure you got the appointment. And as you're waiting outside of the surgeon, where the surgeon works, you see that Franta is very scared. You can hear screams from the inside, muffled screams, of course. Uh, and you can see sweat pooling on the forehead of Franta. And, you know, he's, he's just shaking and his leg seems to be getting worse. Even your basic medical knowledge, through your basic medical knowledge, you know, that probably doesn't have too long to live if they take the leg, even if they take the leg. I'm going to try something here within my head and i want to pass the idea by you storyteller i'm gonna explain why i want to try what i want to try you go ahead throughout my interactions with this roman slave spanish tool in my head i have picked up once in a while i picked up once in a while that it seems confused when i bring up names that deal with the church spaniards modern day stuff it seems confused which to me makes me curious because I want to test the extent of its knowledge of damnation of the church of Jesus, of all that stuff. So what I'm wondering is if I can make a role of some sort, I'm thinking I was going to think of manipulation and occult maybe, or presence and occult. And I want to conversate with the demon here, but I want to see its true origins. I basically want to see if this is, it's obviously a thing of evil and it's unholy. Well, part of me wonders if it's even a thing of Satan. Am I making sense here? Right, right, right. right. You can roll me a, yeah, I think manipulation plus occult. Can I spend a willpower also? Uh, Yeah, sure, you can. But first you have to role play the conversation. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm going to. I'll roll it. Tell me when you want me to roll it, okay? Demon. Yes. You know you have me in the situation here. I didn't put anything to this. You did this to yourself. I did this to myself. I put you in my head. I put it to where you tempt me, wherever way I go. No. Well, you did pick up the page. I had no control over that. I had no control over that, demon. I awoke with you in my head with the page in my hand. Who chose that? Who made that happen? I do not know that. So you do not know who put you in my head? No. Who do you serve? I do not serve. Be forth, be honest with me. Why would you waste your time on a man like me? There's so much more influential people in this world. Why I me? I did not choose who picked the page. You did. And now we are bound. Who made the page that bound you to me? I assume some man did. Some man? So you saying a man created you? 
I did not say that. I know it was some monk, some man in robes who made the page that bound me. What was this monk's name? Speak his name forth. <laughs> do I know the monk's name? Storyteller? Yes, you do. Herman the Recluse. It was a, a man, a monk. Herman the Recluse. Can I roll something to see if I recognize that name? Uh, you can. What should I roll, Storyteller? Uh, probably history or religion plus intelligence. I have no academics, but I... Okay, I have no academics, but I have two in intelligence. I guess, could I maybe replace that with politics since mine specialist is in church? Would that be enough? Or is this guy kind of old? Is it too old? Or maybe a cult? Uh, I think religion or a cult would work. Okay. Um, okay, that's four dice. I'm going to spend a willpower so I can have a total of seven, okay? Mm-hmm. So, ooh, four successes. You know, there was a man like that, and you do know that he lived in the monastery where you found the page. Sort of vaguely remember from some stories you've heard from a uh, priest or such. Nothing about the man himself? or And there is something about the man himself. You do know that it's legends say that he wrote the entire book. It's a massive book, by the way. Weighs who knows how many kilos. Oh, 75 kilos. And uh, that's about 150 pounds or something. He wrote, it's said he wrote it in one day. And it's said that he wrote it by making a deal with the devil. Do you know who the devil is, demon? I cannot say I have met a a, de- a devil. I have heard many, I have seen many men, many things claiming to be something like that, but I cannot say for sure if one was a the devil. I know this man who entrapped you. He entrapped many of your kind in one day. The weight of the pages that he created in that day outweighed many men. Why would a man do that? How did you come across to his attention? How was he able to trap something like you? Why do you want to help me? What do you get? Be honest. Be upfront. I get influence in the world. So you become more powerful with me helping you. Yes, I do. Because you could see I could easily walk off and Brother Franca could die. And I could easily ignore you. As time You can on. do it, but can you do so easily? That I doubt. Well, here's the thing. I wonder what you really are. I have had many ask me that before. None, none, none have been able to comprehend the answer. All right, storyteller. I think I'm piecing this together in character on my own without having to make a role. The fact, like, with him telling me this, all this stuff that, like, maybe he's not the satanic diablo. I mean, he's not natural. He's evil, and I'm probably going to hell for doing this. You know what I mean? But like, right, right. would it be safe to say, or would I be metagaming a little bit, or what would the deal be? What do you I, mean? I, I, like, I guess I want. <laughs> so, um, am I basically am I full on? a fallen angel or am i just a pagan thing yes exactly full-on right. fallen angel or a pagan thing exactly the t- in yon and yon's mind there's you know trying to the lesser yeah, yeah, two yeah. evils you know yeah, you're not really sure if he's connected to the religion you know that somehow the book has to be i mean it's the devil's bible right of course but that does mean that just because devil used it or trapped it or done whatever with it doesn't mean that it is of the devil 
would a role help me solidify my opinion of that or would a role not really help because it's still like uh, it's, it's it's nothing concrete yeah. it's it depends on what you think Jan would think that's yeah what for sure about. I think Jan okay back to the scene what is your name I do not have a name I have been called many things and I like I said before Hagalaz is something many have called me Hagalaz does that name strike any chord to me or would I have to roll on that no, it doesn't. Since you don't have any academics, it, you, okay. it'd be like a chance die. Okay, yeah, no, I'm cool with that. Hagalas, what can you do for that man, Frant Karner? I can give you the power to heal him, to mold his flesh into being new again. You know you told me you would convert that to Reinhard, that brute. And I am in the process of it. It is, it is a bit, molding a man's mind is a bit like trying to mold a clay pot, one that has already been fired and has hardened. First, you must soften the clay again. Otherwise, it will just shatter. Are you softening me? I can't. <laughs> do you, you do not wish for softness. You wish for a life of struggle. I offered it. I offered softness. You refused it. What is my soul? What will happen to my soul? If I work with you, what has already happened to my soul for speaking to you? You have simply opened up, opened yourself up to, to talk to me. Oh, I don't know if you lied to me. And that what bothers me is because more and more I hear it in your voice. I hear that temptation. And I'm finding it harder and harder to push it away. Franca. Oh, yes, brother Jan. Here. And I hand, offer my hand. Come out with me. Rudolph. Help Rudolph. me. With this man, bring him out into the warmth of the Lord, son. Rudolph sort of takes him. What are we doing, Jan? I had the surgeon prepared just for him. Watch and see where my wisdom will lead our people. Lay him down there, over there by that tree. He does that and says, I still don't understand, Jan. What are you doing? Just bring him there and I will show you. By the way, what is your virtue, Brother Jan? Uh, my virtue is wrath. Or no, faith. Faith. My virtue is faith. Okay. Bring, bring him over there. Lay him by those trees. Yeah. He lays him by the trees. <laughs> In front, uh, you can see that he's barely conscious at this point. He says, I could do, could do with some of that hooch. <sighs> Quiet, brother. Incline your ears to my sayings. Proverbs 4, verse 20 says, Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to all whom them, and health to all their flesh. Now look up at Rudolph. This morning you looked at me like I was leading you astray. See now where my wisdom has taken me. And I turn around and I think in my head, Hagalas, show me what you can do. And I lay my hands over Franca's leg as I close my eyes and start praying. All right. You wish for me to heal his leg? Okay. Uh, yes, what, I, what would I, I have to roll for that, storyteller? Okay. You don't have to roll for anything. Oh. You have to will it into existence. All right. I do that. I just yep. sort of like will it to uh, the leg to like the, the disease to sort of like you know, ooze out from the wound and just sort of like collect underneath, like just sort of like. Ooh, like almost like a liquid, just like drain from the leg. Mm -hmm. Okay, then. 
And you see before your eyes, you just hold your hands over his leg and you sort of see flesh reconnecting itself, the corruption leaving his veins. You can see it as it's spread throughout the body that it's leaving through the wound, making a sort of pool of dead grass near it. Stand before me, Brother Franco. And I turn and I look at Rudolph to see what his reaction is. Franta just rises, you know, he, he can't believe it. Do you see, Rudolph? Did you see what I have done here? Jan, Jan, you're a prophet. I don't do this for the glory or for the recognition of it. For one small battle at a time, I can show one person what they can do. Are you ready to... I can't. This is... This is glorious. We have a prophet. How can the Catholics stop us now? They can't. We will win this war. The true faith will spread throughout this land and rid the world of the Catholic corruption, just like I rid the corruption off of Franca's wounds. But you need to do your part. And it's simply more than killing and looting. There's another evolution of this battle, which goes unseen. I need you to show you're ready to commit to the true fight. Are you ready to commit to the true fight, Brother Rudolph? Of course. Anything. Jan. Then your first battle, and there's not one that's going to require your sword or your brute strength or armies. It's going to require your brain and your heart and your soul and your words. There's a man a in man? the city named Sir Reinhard. He's a Catholic, but do not hold that against him. For he is starting to see the error of his ways. We need to win him over to the cause. We need to slowly look at him like he is a he's a clay pot, which has yet been set in its shape. And we need to mold it into the right shape. I have angels who are working for me to help me win him over. You are to take him under your wing. Give him any service, but show him that I am a prophet. And that he needs to follow the true way. That everything that has happened to him on his road here has been a message from God, including the death of his squire, which I brought justice for, by the way. You do that, and we will change this world, Rudolph, just like I changed his wound. Are you ready to take that step forward? You are ready, Rudolph? Yes. Go yes. with God. Find this man. Speak to him. Win him over as a peer. And then bring him to me when you feel he is ready to talk to me. I am going to stay in your residence here with Franca. Him and I must spend time together in prayer. Is that okay? Of course. Of course. Yes. I'll I'll make sure he's found. Yes. Oh, and one other thing. Your servant. I think you the one who told you that I was here to speak to you. Ah, uh, yes, him. I think you should find some charity for work for him to do. I suggest maybe working with the poor and homeless by cleaning their feet. Like Jesus cleaned the disciples' feet. Of course, of course. Whatever you say, Jan. Yes. Okay, go, Rudolph. Find this man. Embrace him with open arms and show him the beauty of our cause. And Rudolph disappears. Now you see, you have healed this man. And now so many will benefit from your wisdom. So many will hear your words and flock to you. I have damned myself. I know it. 
if by damning one man you can redeem hundreds, is that not worth the sacrifice? That is what I am thinking now. But don't pretend to be my friend, whatever you may be. Do not pretend to be my friend. Just help me defeat these Romans, and I will sacrifice myself for the cause. I am weaker. I am weaker than Jesus was that night when he was alone on that mountain, when Satan tried to win him over and make him doubt his cause. Get behind me, Satan, is what Jesus said to Peter. I just cannot say it to you. Well, for one, I think I am not Satan. I have not been called that particular name. But just know that, believe me, the benefits will be great in our relationship. You will see. Then win me over Reinhard. You heard me speak to Rudolph. Go shape that clay pot. I will. But again, it's... You can only do so much without breaking. I understand. Be gentle. He's a brittle man, I am sure. What are you, how are you feeling right now, Brother Jan? Fucking horrible. He seriously feels horrible. He feels like he fucking gave to temptation, but his only thing now is that like all he can fucking do is ride with it and try to channel that and direct it and explain why he's doing it away as at least he's doing something good with it. You know? Like it's not like a power trip thing where he wants to be called a prophet or he wants to be called whatever. That's why he told Rudolph to like not go brag about this to people because like he's not doing it for that. But it's like, what else can he do right now? I mean, and frankly, while Jan is all about the cause, he knows it's a difficult battle. He knows, you know what I mean? That like, this is not an easy battle. So what can you do? There are times where, de- where desperate things happen and um, people do desperate things in good causes. And he feels like that this is a situation right here, but he feels helpless kind of, you know what I mean? Like he's starting like this by far. I mean, he's young. Jan's very fucking young too, though. You know what I mean? So like, this is like the first time because he can't even remember when his wound happened. He doesn't even remember his life after the, before the wound. So it's like, this is the first time he's probably had any kind of perseverance. That was a true challenge to, his fanaticism. Oh. Hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs Gameplay and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions, so that your media could get the attention you deserve. The group is specifically run with the sole intent of being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. The group is already immense and continuing to rapidly grow, with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.